We are back, everybody. Welcome to the Getting It Right Show with my co-host and partner in crime, Brent Cassidy. I'm Jose Potts. Hey, Jose. How are you, man? I can't complain. Brent, we got an awesome guest here today. I'm excited about Me it. Me too, man. We're going to talk about city stuff. City stuff and, and what's going knows, on. You know who knows about city stuff? Adam Briggs. Adam Briggs. Adam Briggs. Welcome to the show, my good hey, man. Hey, hey. Happy to be here. Adam Briggs is in the house making a rare appearance <laughs> in an actual office. Isn't it cool? <laughs> uh, now we know what he looks like. Yeah, right? he looks great. You know, you see him in pictures, you know, on his yeah. Instagram and his uh, Facebook. Yeah. I, th- I think I know him so much more on social media than, I, I, than the touch and feel <laughs> of him, man. Hey, Brent, I'm glad you guys are seeing me out there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Adam, we're excited to have you, man. You know, you you bring so much experience, so much knowledge, and so much, uh, you know, I call it know-how uh, of, of, of the city, man. And I'm not trying to single you out either. You do business all over St. Louis. Let's all call over. it let's yep. call it what it is. But you are the key expert for organization when it comes to city and city life and everything that's going on in the city. There's so much stuff going on, man, which is awesome to know, right? Absolutely. You know, uh, I live downtown. So downtown is my personal backyard, my personal playground. It's where I live. It's where I work. But as you said, I'm all over the place. I'll, I'll go all the way out to Lake St. Louis. I'll go west. I go south. You know, I go where, where my clients are. I go where the money is. But downtown is where my heart is. And I uh, love it. That's ha- awesome. Happy to talk about it. I'm always a big booster of the city. City gets a little bit of a bad rap here and there. And that's when I like to step in and say, hold, hold, hold on. Let's let's look at the reality and not the perception. Absolutely. And, th- you know, and this is the platform to really get your point across, yep. right? Yep. This is why we wanted to talk to you because, you know, uh, people do really, you know, there's, there's no in between when it comes to the city. You either like it or you don't is what I've seen. But it does get a bad rap, right? It does. It gets a bad you know? rap. And it seems like it's, it's really odd that the bad rap comes from our own residents who most of them, from what I can tell, don't even spend a lot of time in the city. Mm-hmm. They just repeat what they see on the news. And of course the news is never going to say anything positive about anything. Right. So if that's all you do is sit around and watch the news, you're probably never going to leave your house. <laughs> no, I can, I can see that. Listen, you know, before we get into all the nitty gritty, I want to also talk about, uh, you know, obviously how you got into the industry, just kind of giving you a quick layover of what we're yeah. going to be doing, looking yeah. from a 30,000 foot view, but even more importantly, I want to thank our sponsor. For yes. St. Louis Closet Company, Jennifer Williams. If you guys need to figure out what to do with your space, they have it figured out. These guys are are, are literally probably the best in, in what they do here. They are. You know, I, even though it's, I believe uh, it's probably one of the bigger outfits here in St. Louis when it comes to closet, um, you know, reorganization, structural and, and design. Beautiful. I mean, they do lay out some great, great uh, space, um, you know. And, Gen- uh, and Jennifer's there. got a great story. I mean, she's an entrepreneur, started, you know, right out of college and, and uh, started with the that other company. And she created her own company, getting their ideas off of uh, the California group. And she's built a really nice business. And, and uh, she, if you guys get on her website, she's she does some really cool stuff. Well, she's definitely a true testament of getting it right. Getting hey, it right. I can chime in on this one. I actually have used the closet company from my own personal lofts that I've bought over the years. And they've come in and they've done laundry rooms. They've done little extra kitchen pantry space. They've done, obviously, closets. Uh, they've done bathrooms yeah. and they just knock it out of the park. Yeah. And then later, maybe you're in a place for a few years and you feel like, eh, my, cha- my, my needs are changing a little bit. They'll come back in, yeah. 
reconfigure everything for you at a minimal cost. That is so awesome. It is. Thank you to the Closet Company for believing in us and what we do. All right, Brent, it's time. Let's get let's get let's down get to the nitty gritty. But first, before we do that, let's really get to know who Adam is, right? You know, we all get into this industry for the the luxurious and the prosperous prosperous direction of, of, of real estate, but you know, you got to really enjoy what you do and, and there's reasons I'm sure behind it, but what really yeah. got you into this business, Adam? Yeah, so I got into it, I think probably for, I don't know, maybe it's the same reason for lots, but I feel like it's a little bit of a different reason. I had that nine to five job. I was uh, working in the advertising world. I was doing graphic design, art direction, that type of stuff. It was creative, but it was high pressure. It was, uh, like I said, Monday through Friday, Never really got a vacation. When I did, a week was at the most that I could ever be let go. And deadline after deadline after deadline, not making a ton of money. But more importantly, I didn't have, it wasn't my time. So I was kind of looking for something. How do I get my life back? How do I get my time back? And I had always had a little bit of a affinity for real estate, uh, just leading up to when I finally made this transition. But it really started when I bought my first loft downtown. Uh, my girlfriend and I, who's now my wife, but at the time we were boyfriend and girlfriend, and we were looking around to buy a place. We were looking in the Central West End. We were looking around Tower Grove. We were looking at Shaw. Um, we were looking around Forest Park. And at that, that was about 15 years ago. And then we started opening ourselves up to downtown. And at that point, there was three buildings. Check that. Maybe two buildings. To choose from and that was it but what you could get for the money was awesome and we decided to uh, bite the bullet and bought a place uh, downtown people thought we were crazy <laughs> I thought I was crazy uh, I moved into the building when the place was first done the building was still under construction there was a big hole in one of the walls at that point the street we were on is now a two-way street but at that point it was a one-way street and it was, it was weird, but it was exciting. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of got, I kind of got the fever for real estate at that point. And I started meeting some like-minded people who were moving in and building their lofts and getting them constructed as well. And kind of started some friendships. And before you knew it, I was having people come to me saying, Hey, we saw what you did with your loft and how you kind of changed the design and the floor plan and you made it really cool. Can you help us? And they were also asking me if I could help them or their friends come buy a space. And I'm like, I can't do that. I'm not a real estate <laughs> agent, you know. And uh, I, I was kind of starting to get pushed one way or the other. I was still in that full-time job, but I was finding that I had this love for real estate. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I make the train? Do I make the transition? Do I make the change? Do I get my real estate license? And I had one particular friend that I had met down there. He was getting ready to buy a new construction house in Tapawingo. And he said, Adam, get your license. You'll be our agent. It'll be easy money. That's a good hook. <laughs> you know? That's a great setup, right? <laughs> It'll be easy money and uh, just do it. And you know what? I did it. So I did the online course, Yeah. worked through it in 30 days. Um, I thought it was a pretty tough course to get through, but did it no problem. Went and took the exam, wasn't sure if I passed, uh, but I did, and boom, had my license. All right, so still at the real, still at the uh, advertising company, still working there full time, but now I'm legally licensed as an agent. What do I do? Uh, I didn't really do much. 
I kind of just placed my license with a, another company who was doing a lot of business downtown at that time. It's the only company I knew. And I was doing a deal here, a deal there. And sooner than later, push came to shove. I'm like, all right, I've got starting to get enough clients to where I need to make a decision here because I'm getting, I'm getting uh -huh. pulled in two different directions. And the goal was, all right, let's leave the, let's leave the advertising agency. Let's go do real estate full time. If I can make the same amount of money, but I get all this time back and I can do the things that I want to do when I want to do them, that's my goal. So that's what I did. I left the advertising company, jumped in full time. And lo and behold, that first year, I doubled my salary and probably worked quite a less, quite a least amount of and, hours. And I want to talk about that, yeah. honestly, Adam, because you bring such a unique story to what truly, uh, not only an entrepreneur, but someone that really wants to gain their life back, their mm -hmm. time back. You know, we get we get into this hamster wheel of corporate America, and I always say that because we all came from there. Mm -hmm. You know, we all had to start from there. But Adam had a really unique, you know, direction when it came to that, and and we've talked about it in the past. We've mm -hmm. talked about, mm -hmm. you know, you know, we talked about business. We talked about how your future, your business, and your growth, and so on and so forth. But really, his mind and his direction in business revolves around. Well, it, it's really just based on how much time I want for myself. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk, I really want to talk, talk a little bit about that because, you know, you going into this, this industry, as you just mentioned earlier, uh, really did allow you to have that extra time. But then once you had it, what did you do with it? And what really amazed me is Adam, we know that come end of fourth quarter, you know, I believe it's January, right? Yep. I mean, he is, he's in cool Key pictures. West. Very cool yeah, pictures. Yeah, cool pictures. <laughs> he's in Key West for, I think, like a month or some change, right? And he's still conducting business, but guess what? He's doing what he set out to do. Yeah. And if that's not a a, a, a vision of a of an entrepreneur, a business individual that saw real estate as an advantage point yeah. for him to really get ahead and do what he wanted, of course, the money's great. You just said you doubled your income. This is right. This is the payback to the advertising company that never let me take a week <laughs> off, more than a week off at a time. Right. Yeah. So now I take some. It's a month. Yeah. Sometimes it's six weeks, and I'm out of here. And I'm on. I'm on vacation. But yes, real estate is one of those industries where you can conduct your business from wherever you are, to some extent. And Correct. I think the other thing that I think is really cool about what Adam does is it, it's you can tell it's a passion of his because you if you follow him and what he does and what he posts, he loves where he's at. And, you know, I get a real feel for St. Louis just by following your pictures, your dogs and where you're taking hmm. your dogs, because a lot of people don't even think about dogs in, in, in a, a downtown area. You know, it's it's that you make it look like life can be lived in St. Louis, there needs to be a lot more of that of what people do, but you're doing a heck of a service to St. Louis city downtown to show, Hey, look at this. Well, I appreciate that. And I, I do uh, try very hard to be a good ambassador and a good booster of the city. And, you know, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I feel blessed and very fortunate that we could live anywhere in St. Louis that we wanted to. We choose to stay downtown because of a lot of things that it has to offer. And to those who think it's a super dangerous place or there's too much crime or whatever, I would not put my family in that situation. You know, if things ever did get super scary, sure, we would get out. But it's that's just not the case. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, I appreciate you guys uh, 
getting a glimpse in. I, I'm and, and I'm always trying to expose parts of the city because there's a lot of people who just they have no. I mean, you still get questions like, "Hey, where do you do your grocery shopping?" Mm-hmm. I have a grocery store in my building, Schnucks. <laughs> it's at the. I take the elevator down yeah. and get my groceries. That's so, awesome. And ninety nine percent of the people who live out in this world in Wildwood, you got to get in your car. They would have no idea, but <laughs> yeah. they get in the car and drive <laughs> yeah. like a couple miles to go to wherever they're going. Absolutely, um, and that's a huge benefit of mm-hmm. city living that you do not have to get in the vehicle. Yeah. To go do yeah. some really cool stuff. Yeah. Whether, that yeah. that that's basically a perfect reason on on getting getting it right. Mm-hmm. Right. It. it Adam, let's 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 dive in a little bit deeper now. You know, from what you show us, or the glimpses on social media, your past experiences, you know, the city is an awesome place to be, hang out, and live in. But let's 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 get right into the 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 elephant in the room. Everyone, you know, just last week or two weeks ago, they said St. Louis is the, the number one capital for murders, right? And then they they threw we, all we that. We make at that them. ranking every year. Yeah, right? and it's we're, every if year. We're not number but, one, we're but number two. But let's identify that, right? Mm-hmm. Let's identify that because you're talking about a very small, populated city, towards the amount of homicides, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the the challenge, the problem is with that ranking is that we are just looking at the city of St. Louis comparatively to other cities across the country, they've got cities and counties that have merged. Exactly. So if our county and our city ever did merge, we would never even come close to making that list again. Not to discount that we don't have issues and that there are things that need to be addressed. Uh, And I would say both in the city and county, especially with, uh, you know, when the pandemic hit, crime has spiked everywhere. Right. Everywhere. So well, uh, Adam's right about that, though. You get if you throw two and a half million more people population into that number, uh, that's a different percentage. Totally different. Totally we different. Fall, we, we basically yeah. fall off that list. Yeah. To fall off extent, the list, right? Right. Way of off that list. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Not just a little bit, but right. way off that yes. list. What's what's what do you see? You live in the city. What do you see? What do you, I mean, obviously, there is some difficulties and there's some some some, you know, black eyes. Right. From from an outside perspective living in the city but what do you see i mean what is the true fear or what is it what are we not seeing that you see that you say hey man yeah i see all this but here's the real reason you know here's the reality most people most people aren't seeing things that i see because they're not down there on a daily basis i'm walking the streets i'm Mm -hmm. walking the sidewalks i'm out three times a day walking the dog i'm a huge uh bike rider I, i hop on my bike and ride all over the place whether it's morning, day, or, I mean, often in the summer times, uh, summertime after dinner, we usually have a late dinner around 8, 9 p.m. And then I, I look at my wife and I say, hey, I'm going to go do a lap. Yeah. And she knows what that means. That means I'm going to get on my bike and I'm going to go ride around downtown. I'm mm-hmm. going to ride down to the arch. The arch is beautiful. Yeah, they've really done a night. great job. And you go down there and you can just watch the riverboat traffic. There's people from all over different countries. You're hearing different languages being spoken. You've got the landing and Eads Bridge. It's just such a picturesque backdrop. You've got the lakes, you've got the beautiful pathways. It's just a, it's just a fun, beautiful place to go kind of hang out and ride your bike. Anyway, I do my bike rides. I do a lap. I do, I go City Garden, Keener Plaza, Arch, Ballpark Village, up to downtown West, down Wash Ave, and then back to my building. And I'm doing it really just to keep my, my, my finger on the pulse of sure. what's going on in my neighborhood. Where, where are there issues somewhere? If there are, I'm going to let the right people know. 
You know, if there's certain areas where streetlights are out or if there's certain areas where trash is not getting picked up like it should or we've got dumpsters that are getting overfilled behind buildings, I'm, I'm part of a group that we're, we're big advocates and we're, we're connected and we kind of filter that information on to the leaders that need to know about this and we try to get these things taken care of, not always successful, but I think that's part of being, you know, what you want to do in the neighborhood where you live. And I think it's true for anybody. Yeah. Any neighborhood. I mean, exactly. it's, it's being a citizen that you, you know what, I'm going to walk around my neighborhood. I'm going to make sure, you know, not only for me, but for my neighbors or anybody else, I want to keep the neighborhood standards high. It just so happens you're in a building and you have other buildings and then you have major streets, which are, I, I you know, and, and let me stop that because here's what I want to say. I started my, in my business in this industry in the city, South St. Louis, sure. you name it. If I would have literally paid attention to how this thing was going to go, I would have probably bought so much more real estate in South St. Louis yeah. back when I got into Man, it. Hindsight's always 20 Right? And, and now that I see St. Louis City, downtown city, I see so much potential. As you know, you have now a new office that just opened up on Washington. We can talk yeah. a little bit about that. Sure. He's got his own office now off of Washington. So there is growth in the city. And I think right now is such a great time to really invest and, and not only invest, but digest and understand the potential and the growth of what's going on in downtown well, here, St. Louis. It's interesting that you say that because part of the story that's not being told is regionally or even nationally, the story is the city of St. Louis continues to lose population. Mm -hmm. The reality is that the population of downtown is probably the fastest growing neighborhood in all of St. Louis. I mean, Wentzville, St. Charles, they always win on those types of, you know, more people are moving out and their neighborhoods are growing. But the downtown specifically, the downtown population grows and grows and grows. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but I know it is a growing population. That, that's a story that never gets told. Yeah. Everybody just thinks people are fleeing downtown. Not the truth. Well, Adam, there's other things too. There, there's, uh, you know, there's big things going on projects right now. You've, you've got, you just mentioned Ballpark Village. I mean, that's become a huge uh, drawing card, but you've got uh, Steve Lachlan's that's done the whole thing with the aquarium there at the Union Station. You've got the- uh, Which that is gorgeous, by the is. way. It's absolutely that's gorgeous. So cool. such a family-friendly place. I mean, you can come down. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm just going to warn you, you can spend some money there. You can. <laughs> but it's fun and it's worth it. And you can hit the aquarium and yeah. you can go inside Union Station and do the ropes course. If yeah. you haven't done the ropes course, go down there and do the ropes course. Yeah. It may freak you out a little bit, but <laughs> it, it's, it's fun and it's safe. And you can go, you know, hit, hit a restaurant after that and go watch the light show at the lake afterwards. City Fountain, if I'm not mistaken, is that right? Correct. The ice cream place. Uh, or where's that? The ice there, cream place. Yes, there is. A, it's where the Hard Rock Cafe used to be. Correct. Right. And I, I'm drawing a blank on the exact name of that place. I thought it was City Fountain but it's or a diner. City. No, no, or, no, it's or a diner. Something. It's a diner and an ice cream place. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But and, I heard the ice cream place. The, what they serve there, ice cream wise, is incredible. I haven't been we'll in there yet, but I got to definitely check and, it out. And let's not forget about the wheel. Oh, come on, man. The wheels. <laughs> so, I mean, it stands out. It like miles away and it's icon awesome for the skyline yeah yes it is it's really cool yes it has and take a ride up in the take a ride up there you get a really cool perspective of st louis uh those cars are climate controlled you know you can go any time of year it's cool to go at night and see everything lit up so yeah what, you, what do you think alone what, is one thing adam and what do you think because i think there's money that's going in i've you know, I think about what back in the 80s when I used to go back from college in Laclede Station, the landing was uh, 
the landing was the big place, you know, Mississippi Nights and and Harpo's and all that. And then it kind of merged over to Washington Avenue. Um, what do you think needs to happen to keep that type of momentum going? Those 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 uh, honestly in, independent yeah. owners yeah. getting and going and and building that crowd. So the momentum's there. The momentum's happening. It's just most people don't know about it. And I've thought about this for a long time, but I think one of the best things that could propel that to the next level is a PR campaign. Yeah. Just to get the word out of what is actually happening What's going on. in downtown. Cause I don't think most people understand other than uh, gunshots. That's what they know that goes on downtown, which, you know, not, not the case. Occasionally you'll hear shots ring out in the air, but it's the city, you know, that's just, that's what it is. Uh, not to discount that. But yes, there's a lot of uh, momentum going on down there. A lot of big projects, like you said. You've got uh, Square, mm -hmm. right? Uh, just moved into their new headquarters. And they it's not just that headquarters, which that is the northern end of downtown, too. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, that's an area that not a lot is going on. So they're going to make a huge impact there. Yeah. And their plan is to make that an innovation district kind of like how Cortex started. Okay. You know, now we'll see if they, if they're successful. Well, that would be a cool idea. But though. we're in the very beginning. We're in, in fact, in a lot of respects, I think downtown is still in its infancy as a residential neighborhood. Yeah. But mm. you've got Square, you've got NGA. NGA coming. More to the north of that. And, and, and when you get northern, as you're saying, Adam, I mean, the NGA site, that's several thousands of square feet. I'm oh talking God, yeah. several. Huge. Th I mean, acreage and acreage, yeah. which is going to impact as well for employment. People are going to want to work and live close by mm -hmm. the so, MLS stadium. So two big projects that are on the northern ends. And then you've got, of course, the MLS stadium that's in downtown West. I've been watching that come together since they broke ground. Mm -hmm. It actually, you should go down there and take a look at it. It's a stadium. Yeah. You can look at it now and say, not only is that a stadium, but it's a cool looking stadium and it's big. Yeah. Outdoor, outdoor it big. stadium. It's, it's going to be awesome. Right. And it's across be the street, awesome. they're building practice fields. Yeah. So that's going to be its own little district. Mm -hmm. You know, Ballpark Village, we talked about that. Uh, that's phase two where they got that residential tower. Now they're talking about phase three doing another residential tower. No time frame for that. Uh, you've got the central business district kind of in the middle of all that where I live. Mm -hmm. And of course, you've got all the residential buildings up and down Wash Ave and, uh, you know, restaurants and cafes and, and so forth. Now, if you go south uh, off of uh, Grand and uh, 64, the, the city found, uh, foundry, right? City foundry recently. That's opened. new. They just so, opened up yeah. and that's new, Brad. What do you think of that, Adam? So... I have mixed mixed feelings. Okay, on that. let's hear it. I, I'm starting to let's like get it. dicey. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm starting to like it better. But when I first went there, I hated it. Yeah, and the reason was it's the way it's designed. Uh, you you have to find this place. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got it's got a huge parking garage that you see from Forest Park Avenue, and they've painted uh, City Foundry, so you know that's where City Foundry is. But all you see is a parking garage. Okay, you have no idea what's going on behind or underneath that parking garage. Mm -hmm. So I went there for the first time. I went there with a couple of friends and we biked it over there. So we roll into this parking garage. We're like, I don't know, where do you, where do you guys go? We're, we're, nobody knew where to go. So let's just ride around through the garage for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so we're riding through the garage. We get down to one end and there's a, a little ramp that's kind of elevated. It goes down to a street. We ride down that with our bikes. And then now we're down low. We're on a street and 
apparently this is city foundry. Now you can see it. There's, you, there's kind of a, just an open street that's blocked to vehicular traffic. And there's these big glass doors that take you into the city foundry and you go into there and that's where all the action is. Okay. So there's lots of restaurants, like a food hall. Yeah. You know, it's a food hall. So different restaurants, uh, there's a bar in the middle, mm-hmm. very industrial feel, concrete, expo- super tall ceilings, mm-hmm. high windows, lots of exposed piping. You know, it's just, it's got a cool vibe to it. Okay. Uh, but let me backtrack for a second. Before we went in there, we're like, where, where's the bike racks? Oh, right? oh no, Adam. That's, that's going to kill I'm like, it. I'm starting to get a little pissed. I'm like, you know, this is, this is in the city. This is a walkable, right. this is what they want. They want people to ride their bikes here. They want people to walk here. They want people to take the, however they can get here, get here. But at the moment, really, you need to get there by car. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that was my issue. I found bike racks. There's two of them. Okay. One, they're on opposite ends. And oh. each one fits like four bikes. Uh-oh. And, you know. I got a nice bike. <laughs> you don't want to leave that I just hanging out there like that. Way down. Keep, keep an eye on that underneath thing. Underneath <laughs> a, uh, a bridge where I got, you know, lock it up where I can't see it. So I found just a pole in front of the, sure. right in front of the restaurants and locked it there. Yeah. But that was my number one, that was my number one bitch. Mm. Uh, so anyway, walked through, it was cool. They're, they got a little, uh, one of their restaurants in there. It's, I think it's called, man, I'm not even sure what the name of it is, but they do like gourmet popsicles. Oh. I will tell you, it was the best really? popsicle I ever had. Huh. It was worth the trip. We got to go Just to get them. the popsicle. Yeah. Did, did you wow. did you recognize places that are around the city that are in there? Or are those all new places that are in there? Uh, They were, man, they were, I think those are pretty much new new places. New food places? Yeah. And when I went to, none of them were, none of them, not most of them were open. Okay. Okay, there was only a few that had were getting going. officially this opened. Was, yeah. yeah. So my wife went there last week, as a matter of fact, with my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. and she noticed that there's, as Adam just mentioned, there's not a lot of restaurants open yet. Okay. But what she did find, as far as the more eccentric or authentic, like you know, Latin restaurants, mm-hmm. there's a Salvadorian place, an Argentine place. Uh, she thought that the food, wherever I believe she ate at a at a Mexican restaurant. And uh, she tried something else. I think it was Argentine. She liked Phenomenal. it? Phenomenal. Okay. Absolutely loved it. Good. But yes, there's limited selection because it's not 100% at capacity. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'm a fan now. Okay. Like I said, I was irritated. Which is good. With, and I'm still irritated. <laughs> they need Adam put, as a fan. They need bike racks, man. <laughs> city Foundry, if you're listening, you put some damn bike racks We're going to send this right to the City Foundry, Brent. I mean, <laughs> they're listeners. I mean, how did you know? <laughs> they're listeners. How did you miss that to begin with? All right. right. I'm just saying. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan now. It's a great place. They do events there. They, they, they'll bring in live music. They had a car show there okay. on, that, on that street. Yeah. And when they do that, you know, they try to open up more and more restaurants. Mm-hmm. You got a new grocery store, Fresh Time. Nice. Is, Those are popular. Those are very popular. They're popping up all over the place. Yeah, they are. What's the date today? Is today the 11th? Today is the 9th. 9th. They're two opening days. in two days. So I'm actually kind of excited about that because that's a two mile bike ride. Oh yeah, basically from downtown. Sure. Yeah, those. I mean, people that go there love that place. Yeah. So a lot of good things happening with City yeah. Foundry too. So yeah, your downtown puts you within just close proximity to lots of different things. Mm-hmm. That's part of the reason why I enjoy living downtown, living in the city because I can get to things so many different places in so many different ways. I'm not tied down to one highway. 
Yeah. You know, that's if, right. If there's an avenue that's blocked, I got 10 other choices. Right. How to get somewhere. Yeah. That's true. And if I can do it by my bike, I'm going to do it by my bike. That's the best way. That's to get mostly out. how you and get he, around. And he's right? got a cool bike. He's got <laughs> lights on it. On the way. I mean, it's a real cool <laughs> that bike. That makes you 10% cooler right there yeah. to have a cool Brent, bike. Brent, let's take a quick time to give a quick shout out to St. Louis Closet Company. The St. Louis Closet Company in St. Louis, obviously, as the name states, for great quality closet design yeah closets and they do all kinds of stuff you know like like uh adam was saying they they do anything that has to do with space I, I i know um i've used them back in the day and and jennifer is she has a great company great people to work for it's it's they're easy they make it easy awesome stuff adam so what's up go yeah, ahead let, adam. Me, let me tie let me tie in real estate down sure to downtown and 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 how is it advantageous to me and to my clients to use me. So a lot of buildings downtown to choose from. Mm -hmm. Not all buildings are created equal. You Very know, true. You, you've got kind of starts down on fourth street and goes out to Jefferson with the most of those buildings are going to be concentrated between 10th and 17th street. And then you're going to have another kind of a section down at 20th, 21st, 22nd. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's for a novice buyer or somebody who's trying to figure out downtown, it can be very intimidating trying to navigate your way mm, through that. Certainly. Uh, through, through, through that map of, of different buildings. So someone like me, I'm going to give you the straight scoop. I'm going to, I know all these buildings like the back of my hand. I can, we can talk values. There's buildings that are sandwiched right next to each other. And there's other buildings that have, Four sides to them. Those buildings tend to hold value better. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got a view. You know, the buildings that are sandwiched into each other, the people who have views, you're either looking at the front towards Wash Ave, or you're looking off the back towards an alley, or if you're up high enough, maybe you've got an unobstructed view to the north. Yeah. But all that affects, you know, values and resale mm -hmm. and just really just enjoyment mm -hmm. of living. Some buildings are noisier than others. Some buildings were constructed better than others. Some buildings have great financial, you know, stability. Mm -hmm. Some are a little, you know, on the margins. Sure. So yeah. you really need a seasoned agent who knows that navigation and can help you go through it. I'm not here just to sell you a place. I'm here to sell you the right place. And I'm going to give you the scoop. I'm going to give you the info. I'm going to give you the background. I'm going to give you my opinions. You might not like it, <laughs> but, but you're real. Tell you what I think you're yeah. real. And yeah. that's what people need. <laughs> that's what they and that's want. the whole rehumanization about our industry that we are trying to push and push and push here. Brent is a, a computer. Can't tell you that you can analytically use it to, you know, all your, you know, grass and pie charts and numbers, statistics, but it doesn't beat that human factor of experience of what he just mentioned, yeah. Brent. Absolutely. It doesn't beat it. Absolutely. And that's why it is important when you buy any real estate, but more importantly in the city, right? In the city that you know you're dealing with someone that understands what's going on. Yeah. For I sure. would, you know, 10 times rather take my computer and say, I don't need it. Adam. <laughs> Lead me the way. Where we're we going. Yeah. Yep. Show me. I just want to have a great view. Yeah. And a good sound building for this much. Yep. And like I said, I will tell people the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm going to say this is this, here's your ex, here's your expectations. This is what it's going to be. I, I, and I'm curious, Adam. Like with with your clientele that are in that city that you're showing around, what do you think? Do you do you see more people that you're showing around that are moving into the city, or people that are in the city and moving around in the city? 
you're seeing, you know, well, obviously the, the first biggest demographic coming in downtown is the young professional. Mm-hmm. The second biggest demographic is the empty nester. Okay. Okay. They're, they don't need the big two story house anymore. The kids are gone. They're off. Lifestyle change. It, total lifestyle change. Yeah. I'm not raking the leaves. I'm not mowing a lawn. I can lock the door and go visit my kids. I can go walk to restaurants. I can do this, do that, right. and, and the other. So those are the two biggest groups that are yeah. living downtown. But I also see a lot of people who are relocating from other cities. Mm-hmm. And they look at downtown like, holy shit, this is what I can get for the yeah. money? Mm-hmm. It is, re- I mean, honestly, it is. It's. it kind of pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to be honest with you. I look at some of these places that I'm selling for the numbers that I'm selling them for, which are good numbers at the moment for downtown, but you take that place and you just put it four miles into the central West end. And oh it would, yeah. It would double. Absolutely. At uh-huh. least in value. Yeah. And that's why back to your earlier statement, when we first started getting going about potential yeah. in downtown, that's why I'm still downtown. There's still a ton of potential. I still feel like we're in our infancy. Absolutely. We have challenges, but you know, that's that's that brings an energy to an area to make a difference, to help make a change, to help make things better. Uh, but listen, every city, every city in this country has its its ups and downs, sure. and it's and it's you know goods and bads. Nashville, great tourist attraction, but when it first was starting to go, in, it was still dealing with the situation. It was in a, you know it wasn't really performed uh, performing at at the level it is now. But now, as we stated earlier, you know, those cities are, you know, banking on good PR, good tourism information. We're literally at that point right now. I feel like we're at that cusp where we're really going to explode here in the next 24 to three, you know, 24 months, even three years. We will see a different impact in that downtown city because of all the things that are coming to play there. And I feel strongly that. It's only going to be a matter of time, and that city is going to be a, an, a, an attraction just like any other city as of a Nashville in the Midwest, a Chicago to a smaller version, but it's going to be impactful. Well, think about this. So with all the negative PR that everybody knows that the news is always out there talking about both the city and the downtown, I've sold more property downtown this year than I have in any previous year. That's an interesting just, number. Uh, just imagine, without all the bad PR and and all the all the challenges that we're constantly fighting uh, in the news and what have you, and the real challenges too. Just imagine once that we get above that hump, yeah, the downtown real estate market will probably be the hottest market in the region. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. People are underestimating that market, and I'm telling you, it's going to be like the Bitcoin, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Of real, it's of real estate. It really is, and I say it wholeheartedly. Thus, why you know when we looked at looking into that office space downtown, I, my words exactly were, I know the potential, and I know what's going to happen in the next few years. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting in now. Before it's too late. Yeah, and I think Adam brings up a really good point, too. If, if the, the, the script needs to be flipped, just like they did in Denver, just like they did in Indianapolis, just like they did in Nashville, PR is the key to, to highlighting all the good stuff. If we could get Channel 2, Channel 4, yeah. Channel 5, if we could just – and they're – They're not, there. Not Fox. Not but Fox, but everybody else is downtown. They're down there. They're down – You know, you would think downtown. that they wouldn't want to boost up. Yeah. Where their employees are coming every day. I agree. Right? I agree. Good point. We just need to get them on our side. Yeah. 
Adam, any last, any last words or, or you know what? You know, we talked about business and we talked about the success in the future of St. Louis in the downtown uh, real estate. But again, St. Louis is a small, big town. You do business everywhere. Absolutely. You know what? You follow the money, as they say, right? It's business, but you more importantly want to take care of people. And we know that. You've been in this industry for a number of years now. You're the uh, one of the most successful agents in downtown, but not just downtown, all over St. Louis. And, and, and the reality is, you're going to continue to grow and you're continuing to show your success already by growing leave uh, year after year. What's, what's, what's in my, what's in mind or what's ahead of you in 2022? What are your thoughts? So I'm, I'm kind of an oddball agent. I don't set goals. I really don't. I don't and set that's numbers, totally good. You know, right? I, uh, my goal is to keep doing what I do for the unforeseeable future because I love what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And if it brings me some good income, that's icing on the cake. So that's my goal. Um, now, not to say that I'm just sitting back and being lazy. <laughs> that, that was a goal. Though. That was a goal. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I work hard. My wife will tell you I'm constantly, I mean, I'm, I'm responding to emails, text, phone calls till all hours of the night. I do set a little bit of boundaries, but not much. I think that's part of a real estate agent. You want to be successful. You got to be accessible. Absolutely. I can't tell you how many voicemails I get from other agents. I'm trying to, work a deal on and they tell me what their business hours are on their voicemail. <laughs> I'm like, how am I going to get that done? Yeah. But to a bigger point for me and for real estate, for me, it's not a business. It's a passion. Mm -hmm. I genuinely love. You got to love what, what you I do, do, right? You know, yeah. I love going to new neighborhoods. I love seeing houses. I love walking through it with buyers. It's fun. We joke around with each other. You know, it's always, I can't think of a buyer that I haven't had a good relationship with no matter where we are in St. Louis. It's just a fun thing to do. And I think once you start looking at real estate as just purely a business mm -hmm. and you're doing this and you're expanding and you're growing and you're growing this and you're getting the numbers and you're getting the systems and blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden you're not touching your clients anymore. Yeah. Somebody else from your team is touching your clients and you're just running numbers. Yeah. That's great. You know, I know some big time agents that are making a shit ton of money yeah. and more power to them. But for me, I like, this is a, this is a people business. It will always be a people. Absolutely. Business, and that's part of my joy is working with my people. Absolutely. I, think, I think Adam just gave us a gigantic tip there on getting it right. Yeah. You got to be passionate. You got to enjoy the people you're with. You got to enjoy touching and feeling and going out and being with them. It's a humanization of yeah, our industry that we it. lost track because of technology. It's kind of and a here's secret an sauce example formula. of success right here. Staying in touch with your clients. Yep. Adam, we want to thank you so much, so much for being good here. Talk. Great talk. I, and I love the fact that we really got in depth in talking about the industry here and not only here, but also downtown. Hey, it was fun. I'm glad, uh, glad you guys had me look forward to doing it again. To get a hold of Adam, I got his contact info, Brent. Oh, you sure do. <laughs> you can reach him at 314-974-5224. You can also reach him by email at adambriggsrealestate at gmail.com. And I assure you, you can locate <laughs> him through all social media outlets via Facebook, Instagram, and God knows what else is out there, Twitter. You name it if hey, I'm missing I, it, man. I, I'm on them all, but my two favorites <laughs> are Instagram 
And of course, Facebook. You still got to use Facebook, but Instagram's Absolutely. my favorite. He loves Instagram. it. And I'm going to tell you, man, you need to have your dog with his own Instagram page. I'm yeah. just telling you right now. Downtown STL. <laughs> that's, that's me on Instagram. <laughs> Downtown STL. You can find him. All right, everyone. We want to take it. It's a wrap. We want to thank everyone for listening. Stay tuned. We'll be up again with another guest on Getting It Right. <laughs>